0: Well, praise the Lord, it is finally here. This is the very first episode of the Unashamed Podcast. My name is Michael Leal, and I got my beloved brother in Christ, Ron, here today. We've preached, literally, by the grace of God, all across the country and outside the country together. I've known him for years now, pretty much ever since I graduated high school. And, um, you know, it's just been a... A wonderful time knowing him and serving alongside him and um even still today as the lord leads still go out and preach the gospel together and it's just been a blessing it's been a blessing it's been a blessing and uh i just like to get him on the show introduce him to everybody uh say hi bro
1: yeah praise the lord man likewise and uh, just thankful to be here there's been a, something the lord's been putting on your heart to just get just get simple truth out unashamedly you know Gospel truth. That's right, and uh, you know, kind of talk about some things that they may not hear on you know just regular evangelical circles or even um, you know media and stuff. A lot going on in the world today, and so I'm just very thankful that we're able to spend time here and share share these type of things. So. Amen, amen, so brother. Been a big run, been a big, been, been a big push for a amen. lot of years, man. Yeah.
0: So. so before we get started into the the main meat of the topic yeah. today, because it's gonna. I know we're gonna have plenty to talk about, but let's um you know, let's just start off with uh
1: on a gentle note and uh how do you say, you know, how was your day today? It was blessed, man. Every day's you know, every day in the Lord is some, some day actually this morning it was a little heavier of a spirit, like it was a it had a spirit of heaviness and, and uh just with everything going on. You know, some days you just you're full of zeal and you wake up rejoicing. Other days it can be like a little oppressive. You get that oppressive heaviness in the mind. I know a lot of people know what I'm talking about, if they do any type of ministry you know you get that you get that oppression that comes and goes and you know fast you pray You you get in the word um, You know the Lord revives you but yeah other than that it was just an excellent day spent time with the Lord at the park for a little bit and, uh, You know you got to get alone with God That's the, the main thing is getting alone getting in that secret place with the Lord And when we do that everything else just follows that if you don't get that devotional time in the morning early Just get in that secret place to get away from everybody else that's what starts the day. So no matter, you come out of that alive. You come out of that revived to some degree. And sometimes you still have that, you know, that that heaviness upon you. But you know, there's a reason for that. There's just a lot going on right now spiritually in the atmosphere. Amen. That's for sure. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, brother. Um, for me, you know, I just worked today, and uh, you know, came home from work. It's a long day today, but Lord got me through it by yeah. His grace, by His mercy. And i um, super excited. I've uh, been waiting for a long time to get this going. Amen. And um, my wife, uh, this past <coughs> Father's Day, she blessed me with this uh, mic setup. So I have a lapel and you have a lapel. And uh, it's cool. It's just humble beginnings right now. Humble beginnings. And uh, I'm looking forward to see what God is
1: going to do with this. And uh, yeah, I'm just praying that he be glorified Amen. through this. That's the main focus. To, to, he would increase, we would decrease. and. You know, we want people to, to, to know the Lord, understand what's going on, discern these times. Amen. Because there's a lot of confusion, a lot of confused noise. You mm-hmm. know, you know, I think Isaiah 9 talks about it in the battle, there's confused noise. You know, how do we hear the still small voice of the Lord in something like that, in these times? How do we, according to the Word, without getting mystical, but there's also a lot of things that are not exactly in our everyday life that are written letter in the Word, but they are exactly in line with the word and so we want to expose these things unmask the COVID, these different things that are going on and uh amen for the intent of helping equip the saints uh to edify the body of christ i think the focus now more is an in inreach to the body than it was an outreach
0: mm-hmm. times
1: and seasons have shifted here to every to every to, to, to everything there's a season a time for every purpose under heaven and so we had a purpose there's a purposeful work of ministry for a lot of years and um uh, which is still not you know i don't know what the lord's going to do but there's been definitely a shift and all the brethren that have been involved in gospel have felt that shift major mm-hmm. you know mentally spiritually and so i've been in time of waiting in, in, in prayer and more so than ever before of not as much outreach and that's been very interesting very very different shifting in the gear there is a different time just waiting with you know spend time with the family just sitting seeing the shift you know uh knowing what to work what not to work when okay. So that type of stuff is going on, and mm-hmm. so I'm thankful to be able to share some of that because people that yeah. So, um,
0: so concerning what's going on across the globe right now, right? What are you seeing f- physically with your eyes, and and what do you see spiritually behind the physical? What, what, what's your what's your
1: <coughs> thoughts on that? So physically, obviously, we see the the, start, the birthing of the COVID, which you know, started back at the end of last year, went into this year, and that was going the COVID-19, the coronavirus. And obviously, we saw people terrified. We saw things shut down. And we, we, I think everyone's been through what that's physically done, uh, and the aftermath of that is still going on today. Um, and obviously, there's a spiritual reality behind the physical things that are happening mm-hmm. because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's right. Um, we walk according to the flesh, we don 't war according to the flesh, 1 Corinthians ten speaks on that, and so what I see happening clearly scripturally if you know based on um, just the word what i what, the ministry that God called me to personally to, to preach the, the the gospel to a mass amount of people at different events and everything else and I knew that going into i mean in the back of my mind, and I never shared this before with a lot of people i don 't really talk about this. Uh, it was just there to get the job done. It was, a, it was a, you know, it was a, obviously a more of an assignment as to to get in and plunder tailgating and major events to get in in a certain manner, not just regular evangelism. But this was like a more of a uh, invasion on the events to warn the people to get a full gospel in places where you aren't able to really get into to reach the entire event with just a few people, and you've been a part of that work. So mm-hmm. in that. Um, always in the back of my mind and in my heart, when God called me into this, it was, it was you know, this is a, for a certain time. A door is open that none can shut and there's a purpose in that. And what I knew in my mind that when this is done, this is gonna be the beginning of the destruction of the United States of America. This is gonna be a warning to this nation before whatever God's gonna do, when that work is done, uh, there's gonna be an ushering in of judgment before the return of Christ. And so seeing what's happened with this suddenly, abruptly, coming into 2020, um, you know, I see that this is a lot more to COVID, a lot more to coronavirus, COVID, than there is just a physical virus. Yeah. Concerning that, yeah.
0: Um, let's talk about that. Let's talk about COVID-19, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it supposedly started in january right near the, the beginning or the end of last year beginning of this year right but for me personally it never i didn't really know about it honestly until march when it really became a big well i did remember hearing about we had the first we heard case about it, right? we, we the were the first were case in the country every yeah, ground zero we, was little, washington little old everett out yeah. all the cities pretty stunning in the world Little old Everett, man, and uh, that hospital up in North Everett, Providence Hospital was over, it was headline news, man, all across the globe, and that's when it really, like, I noticed, started noticing things, and, uh, you know, it was uh, interesting, because this has never happened before, ever in the history I mean, they say it happened the in the 1920s with the Spanish flu, but that's a totally different thing. Sure. But I Black mean, flair, in, my, in, my, in my entire life, and I haven't lived that long, granted, right. uh, I've never seen or heard or been through a situation like this before. So when that first two weeks, when all this was like really becoming serious, it was in March, I remember and um i got laid off from my job because it got that's right i was it, in
1: vegas and then we were going to dc i was waiting on the lord to send us to dc to the Capitol to preach the white house you yeah know, i remember talking to you about that
0: and uh so it was just you know i was working in uh yeah. um, text out yeah in uh restoration in that restoration field and construction and we worked we were involved in uh, in people's homes you know where they live that's right and uh you know so you kind of have to be kind of close to people and so i get you know work started dwindling because people were scared you know they were afraid that they were going to get oh, sick, yeah. so they don't want people coming over to their houses and uh you know the lord just brought that employment to a close and i was like okay lord well you know it's i'm in your hands and, and he thankfully he opened a new job like literally right away after that um but it was a very interesting time, man. Because of this, I lost sure. my job. I've never had anything like happen, happen like that before. Uh, so that's when it really affected me personally. That's right. that's when it really affected me. what this stuff has been going on across the world. It really didn't affect me until I lost my job. So, okay, wow. So this is for real now. You know what I mean? Like, I actually lost my job because of this thing. And um, so, you know, the first two weeks when this started really, like, becoming a real radical thing on the news and it's... I remember I listened to a lot of local radio when I'm driving around uh to and from work and stuff and you know they were like you could feel the panic and hear the panic and the nerves and the fear like are oh, they going to sure. lock the state down like uh, people were like you know lock it up lock lock it down you know let's stop this let's stop this virus I mean I I you know just prayerfully just like asking God okay God what do you want us to do and and then people were like literally wiping out the stores, literally Stuff was gone, <laughs> buying yeah. all the toilet paper, uh, food, rice, beans, just like people were prepping, you know, and uh, they said they were going to lock everyone down for two weeks, and, you know, you, you you can recover from it within two weeks, like it's
1: supposed to come right, out they of were the saying, body. Again, so. they, were, they were talking about, you know, yeah. hey, it's, we want the church to be I'm, rec- I'm by just Easter recalling all. everything sure. that I was recalling. hearing it was when this couple, started. It, 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 the original was a couple of weeks, right, in the yeah. mind.
0: yeah. So, and, right. and obviously churches, you know, the churches too, they've never experienced this before. Sure. And, out, and I can understand, you know, a lot of co- pastors out of caution, uh, you know. Initially, get the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Let's, ex- yeah, let's just they, step they back a the minute. Cho- they they, they close the churches, you know. I, I understand that, you know. It was supposed to be for two weeks, you know. Um, and then the bar just, they just started pushing back the date. Oh, next month. Sure. Oh, next month oh next month and then and so then I mean after the first like after the first two weeks I just couldn't keep up with the news anymore because it's like literally just overwhelming like literally the reporting it's just like you can't keep up with it like you just can't keep up with it so I was like God I'm done listening to this I'm just gonna trust in you I'm gonna live I'm gonna live like right. this is not happening because I wasn't I'm not afraid I mean concerning this you know why are people afraid well, because they don't want to die Right. They're afraid of death.
1: The disease was never the fear for me. I you mean, know, it was I never the fear of a it disease. It shouldn't be
0: for any Christian, you know, because what does the scripture to say? To live as
1: Christ and die is gain, right? We Absolutely. To, so think for the, but, there, so, but there is fear that comes in. Mean, Let's be honest. The flesh, I was actually, you know, the flesh, I was fearful. I mean, it, it, I was, it, was, it wasn't the disease because right away, listen, for me, just like you're saying, I wasn't, our season shifted now. We, 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 I, we still work for a living. I do, you know, obviously some of the roof cleaning. We do some of the moving and, the self-employed type of jobs you know and you shifted you know, have a new baby getting you know new marriage it was kind of less uh-huh. preaching than it was before and then I was still doing a lot it was a lot of traveling so in what shifted for me in this was um, I left the day that the, I guess the day they shut down I was already leaving I was on the way to Vegas because there was a calling to work that weekend it was St. Patrick's Day weekend and then right when I left I heard oh everything's shutting down here in Washington remember you got oh that was gosh. that weekend so yes. they were down there you and left you as soon out, yeah. as you left, bro. It was the no, day. It was okay. three eleven. I gotta 3-11. mention this. I
0: gotta yeah. mention this. Three eleven. That's right. Uh, we preached uh, the Sounders game. We preached the final game. Sounders. Of the the seventh of March. The, the last match. First, no, it was their first one. First one and yeah. the last one. <laughs> yes, their their first match, and you know, it's when all this thing was just like becoming very like everyone was getting aware about this. Right. And I remember, bro, but we were, I was already
1: going. I was already sent. See, I only went where I, I only want to go where I'm sent. And and obviously, we have the ministry, you know, in parts of the country. Where we
0: didn't even know, man. We had we no were idea. About this. We had no
1: idea. But the Lord sent out in time, and then I didn't get back here. I didn't know where I was going from. I, I didn't plan to go to D.C. I didn't plan to. Do, when I went to Vegas, I didn't know if the Vegas, the casinos, got shut down the next week. Right at the, the final weekend there, we preached every regular event that we normally work and there was lockdown it was starting to be locked and so in the house man i was just that, that like, you i want to cover that because i want to think about what was going through my mind you know seeing this the spiritual heaviness the uh there was initial fear like what's happening here you know and Really, I, I had to get alone. I locked myself in that closet and get along with God for a couple. Days. I said, L- "I don't know, Lord, what are we doing here? You know, I don't know what's happening. Do I go back home? W- w- do I go back here? Or do I go home? Because there's nothing going on now. There's no, I'm trying to see what's what. W- what the assignment is? What's God doing? I mean, there's all kinds of questions that come up. And so that was the next thing was listen. You know, what's the call? And you know, the Lord put you get you, you know. I just felt led that we needed to go back to the White House and work that region because, as were all the, that was a central focus at the mm-hmm. time of the task force meetings and all that. And I said, well, are you Sure, how am I going to get there? The, the border shut down. There was all those. Am I going to get there? Is there, you know, you know, there I, checkpoints? I, the, there was all the lies that Satan puts in your mind, like all these things. You're not going to make it there. It was a real spiritual battle of the mind, and it was through the fasting and the prayer that. Uh, James and I we talked about that, and I think Ryan was over there. And I said, James, I said, you know, we, this is I think this is a call." And we just prayed for a couple more weeks, and it was the exact time about two and a half, three weeks, uh, and uh, that day came where we sh- went east. And I know how long we're going to be there with the church in Maryland, All Grace, been a faithful church for so many years, especially supporting this work. Um, but we got down there, and um, anyways. Uh, just hammered, hammered away, just preach Christ, expose all the other things. And, you know, let's say what we're doing when we're talking, this is kind of a, obviously spontaneous, you know, uh, podcast, but we want to, to get into all the details of this, the depths of, you know, um, you know, the possible conspiracies and everything else, we're not going to get into all that, okay, but I'm going to, we, we want to get the simplicity of the reality of what this really is and where we're going. Uh, we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah there's obviously facts and realities about this that we've come into understanding of oh, yeah. going through the battle uh we, you know we're not going to disclose everything and call it everybody out on this there's so much content it would take days and hours but as time goes on we'll be able to expose a little more but this is mainly focused everybody's heard all the facts they've heard all these things what's the answer we're going to get to that's what we want to yeah. get to yeah. what is the answer cuz people say there is no answer what's really happening we know what's really happening yes there's no question about this. I think at this we, point now, I believe
0: anybody who's who's genuine Christian can see right through this. I if mean, the,
1: if you have the Holy Spirit,
0: yeah, to um, highlight it. I mean, they they closed the churches. The the churches had to close because supposedly you can't be so close to people. Sure, and there's just a spirit there. <laughs> there's a spirit there there's a spirit there's a spirit behind it um, and so that was one of the biggest concerns was churches closing uh you know at first like I said earlier the first two weeks uh, out of caution and just giving them the benefit of the doubt and just okay we're going to see how it is and um i mean we're 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 talking Back in March here, like we're we're like almost near July now. Right. So what is it? March, April, May, June. Like we're going. We're talking about four months ago now, but things have changed from from right. from March till. I, mean, I believe till obviously June. The church
1: should never close. Yeah, you know, I, because I, obviously we don't forsake the assembly of the saints. Of course. And you know, there's wisdom of you know the pastor being the, the, the authority there, uh, yes. the, the spiritual leader there saying, listen, if you're sick, if you're sick, hey, you don't feel like there's simple guidelines. Yeah. In America, we got a constitution, okay? We know that that's the law of the land of, of, uh, obviously, uh, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, There's certain unalienable rights, natural rights that cannot be taken from a human being. God-given believer or unbeliever, we have a constitution that, obviously, God's the head. There's no dictator, there's no lord of this land, there's no king of this land. It's God, and then, obviously, we the people, and all the legislation, all the uh, political uh, offices are servants under the constitution to the people. So when they made all these laws about a disease right away you knew it was false right away you could see that discern that that was a lie uh it was a violation of the supreme law of the land no matter what no, we don't need your advice on health care all these other things they were given all that you know mm-hmm. trying to make them enforce them into, into law so there's something there it was much more than just a virus here and when it really focused targeting the churches shutting down and seeing that and especially in these Blue states, where it was a real fight, and still a focus today. And some of these pastors that are that I respect, that had a great deal, that are, that are sound doctrinally, mm-hmm. still can't see this. It's mind-boggling. It's mind-blowing. Brother. It is staggering.
0: I don't understand. I mean, you're I, mean, I want to totally go preach right. there.
1: You're totally right.
0: You're totally right. What, you know? Why? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's strange, man. Um, we love these pastors. I'm not going to name names or anything like that, but you know, we <clears throat> love them. I love praying. I for love them. these pastors. Uh, they're preaching the Bible, and they're preaching it biblically, um, and you know they're doing the best that they can. But you know, I I believe I believe that the government has no authority over the Church of no, God. No, none. And uh, D- you know, God says that we have to come together as absolutely as saints and not forsake the assembling of the Amen. saints. Um, Our church and never forsakes Whether, whether them. they, Praise whether God they agree with that or not, I mean, it, it's, not, it doesn't it's matter. not debatable. We trust
1: God. It's, it, the thing was always built on fear.
0: It's not debatable. It's not debatable. The church, the people of God ought to be come together. But here's one thing that I want to talk about or yeah. I want to mention. Uh, concerning a lot of churches in this country right now is that 501c3. Sure. They they, they get themselves legally binded to the government uh, and, you know, they can't, preach certain things uh you know otherwise they'll get their tax exemption removed and uh and a lot of these big churches you know it takes a lot of money to run them uh and they may have other things like schools and other things that you know they got running and you know that's a potential risk you know i'm not saying that all but i believe that there are some people that you know that they're compromising and they're sure willingly there's no question of willingly that. you know just like even though they have so much on, like they have so much on the line for them that they could lose and i'm like i mean personally lose count it all as loss yeah,
1: but now, all part as of loss. that could that you know part of that is I mean, well when the, are we
0: going to be when well, are we going to go underground like china you know, they don't have all these big, you know I mean? Well,
1: getting back in the homes, like, like the first century, I think that's what the Lord's destroying. Jesus. He says, the time has come where judgment must begin at the house of God. If yeah. it begins with us first, what will be the end of them who obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous be scarcely saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? First Peter 4. But think about this. Part of this could be, maybe they're not trying to compromise in their minds. Maybe they're saying, okay, listen, let's submit to Romans 13, right? Let's, let's oh, submit. that's a big one. That's let's, the
0: one I keep hearing a, a lot okay. of people of elders and churches and pastors, right. and, and they'll they'll
1: quote that and and so why are they doing that when they don't? So what is there, let's submit to Romans thirteen. Uh, let's do this, okay? And and that's biblical to do that. What does this? But saying? first of all, we've got to look at this text here, and I want to I want to since we're gotten to this point here, we're going to open up the Word here, Romans thirteen. If you have your
0: Bibles, to keep okay, it wh- whoever is 8. listening, you can follow along too.
1: So Romans 13, 1, he says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be or are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Mm -hmm. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt praise of the same. For he is a minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil be afraid for he bears not the sword in vain for he is a minister of God a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Romans 13 1 through 4 So just on those four verses they're very, very, very simply very quickly here. Um, so we're to be subject because every, even the ungodly rulers doesn't matter who the powers that be are under the sovereignty of God. God's elected those people there. Now mm-hmm. When does the church church have to obey those laws, if they're lawful ordinances? Mm -hmm. they're lawful, not unlawful, they're they're ministers of of wrath. They're ministers of God to execute wrath on those who do evil. Mm -hmm. So if I've got a constitution in the United States of America that's the law of the land, supreme law of the land, and that says that these rights can't be taken from me, and anybody who does so is in violation of that law. It's freedom of religion, bro. Okay, and you can look... So so anyone who's in violation of taking this rights n- under any circumstances is in violation of that law. So the law of the land is the Constitution that we still have right that's now. Right. And, and people aren't seeing that. I don't know why we're, we're not seeing that. i do not know why we are not that
0: the only country in the globe that has a Constitution, you've got, it, bro. It, that's uh, why I'm we, saying... America... We're, we're, is the final frontier for freedom bro you can't get any more freer than this than this country bro now we're getting if somewhere the the our liberties you know are are being slowly ripped away from us and and if and when they do get ripped away from us where 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 are you gonna go you can't uh, why does the whole world want to come to america right why do why do they want to come here? So because why is this
1: in the way we have freedom. of God's sovereign plan to bring back Christ to rule the earth? Because we have to have an antichrist. We're going to get to that. You're going to do something real good here. Because this is what's, what has to take place. America is in the way of it all. And America's got the Constitution. So right now, we as obedient Christians, believers, submit to the law of the land. If any agency, if, if, if any governing official that, comes, that, that usurps that authority is in violation of the law. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones that are unlawful. We don't have to obey unlawful. It doesn't say here to obey unlawful ordinances. Mm -hmm. Okay, the church God commands to gather.
0: Yes, right, and we assemble. The highest authority says so. God
1: Himself, and even in our country, we have a law that supports
0: that. Second is the Constitution. Yes, so these governors can't. We have God, and then we have these usurpers.
1: These are tyrants that want to,
0: and so they say, "Don't go to church," which violates.
1: Our First Amendment, freedom of religion, that's freedom correct. Of speech. So we, so in these cases, now, um, you know, we can. It's up to the and we preach that to the president. It's up to the pastor where you know who's leading that con- that, sh- that congregation is. He can discern. They're, they're always can pray and discern. We're, we're going to gather. I, I like. Your, I appreciate your suggestions, Governor. Yeah, but we're still. It's, gonna, it's nothing but a strong suggestion. Yeah, it's so not. We law. appreciate that. But what we're going to do is we're going to pray over that. Here's the issue with the whole thing of growing. We don't. They're worshiping and serving creature, not rather than creator. So they're worshiping and serving a creature, a microorganism. It's not the creator, and so they're fearing a disease. And by the way, so the, they're lying you have the
0: fear. Uh, like less than one le, like less than it's like point zero zero one or two. Oh, we've got the facts, <laughs> the data. You know, it, it's just crazy. You, you're not gonna. Like, you have a very, very, very... Less than 1% very, death rate. You could die from Less than 1% common death cold. rate. You have more chance of dying of a, the regular flu
1: than, than what's this. Average death is 80 years old. Uh, we can go fact after fact after fact. That's yeah. what you want to focus. So the facts are there. Right now, the facts are there. They've been there. And so this is, this is what's so insane about it. The facts are actually there physically. Right before your eyes, what aren't we seeing? And what about President, these President, what aren't you seeing?
0: What about these masks, bro?
1: Well, we're going to that in a minute. <laughs> We but we'll unmask the mask in a minute because the mask is going to obviously dehumanize the individual because it makes them not look—it makes them not look like a human being. One, one, the yep. simple thing about the mask—you're not looking like the image of God at all anymore. The mask on, so this is the prelude to that because no mask. With the mask on, you're not—they can't see your face. Mm-hmm. So this so is what Satan wants to do with the mask—is dehumanize you, make you not look like a human being because the prelude to that is the mark of the beast, which will change the DNA and you won't be a human being anymore. You'll be a hybrid, just like it was back in the days of Noah. Mm. As in the days of Noah, were, so will it be the coming of the Son of Man. So what's happening now when they do the DNA altering digital vaccines and all that kind of stuff in the mark of the beast, that's why people can't be saved because they're no longer human anymore. 23 chromosomes. Corrupted. They're they're, they're, corrupt. Genes. They're they're no longer in the image of God. That's why they're not savable with the mark of the beast because they're going to corrupt the genes. They're going to alter the genetic code of the man. 23 chromosomes. So whatever they're doing with that, whatever Satan's doing with that. An RNA vaccine.
0: It's... it's Unbelievable, man! Unbelievable. So that's
1: what's going to shift that. So right now, look at the prelude. The mask—that's not a human. I don't, look like, I don't think I'm looking. And at And it's human impossible with, with, to have that
0: with that kind of virus that they say that is around. It's like building a fence to stop the mosquitoes from coming into your front lawn.
1: It, right, it does, because the masks are a micrometer. <laughs> it's funny. Where we're going. Masks are micrometer. It's not going to do anything. The, the best holes in the mask are in micrometer, which is a millionth of a meter, right? Viruses are nanometer. That means they're a billionth of a meter in size. So let me give you. So it's like a man walking through a hundred. You know, uh, it's like you walking through a hundred-foot door. You're six feet tall, maybe a little less, give or take. You're walking through a hundred-foot square door. So when you wear the best mask, the N95 mask, you think viruses can't go in that mask. The holes are a millionth of a meter. Yeah. Viruses are again a billionth of a meter. So that simplicity right there is shot. I tell people that they're shot. Oh my God! Now this opens. Isn't that any? with any common sense yeah, can see and that
0: when this all first started out they said oh no you don't need to wear a mask but then they switched up on everybody and said oh yeah sure. yeah it's it's okay to wear a mask there's a lot of inconsistencies here man a lot of you know it's here's what
1: sydney here's why let's get down to the bottom of this thing let's get down let's get down to the root of it all because we're gonna we i want to interpret this spiritually the whole point of this is it's inter, let's let's give the spiritual interpretation of this the spiritual facts of this we got all the physical facts. I want to get to the spiritual facts of this. Now, a lot of guys that we respect probably wouldn't like this kind of language I'm yes, using right uh, now. Okay, but warning, I don't care.
0: Warning right. to all the listeners. Yeah, uh, You may be offended. <laughs> Just
1: saying. You well, may you, be offended. You might be a believer. You might be reformed theologically. Doctored. You might have the masters in divinity and everything else. Well, and you, you might think this is mystical, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's not. And I'm going to tell you right now, when you listen to this, as time goes on, you're going to know that we told you beforehand. And I'm not a prophet, nor am I a son of a prophet. I was just a regular. Car salesman that got saved radically called into ministry, and here we are. And it is a modern day prophetic call, a preparation of the second coming of Christ. Is the whole point of this? Is that John? This is this ministry was always about a preparation, of preparing the way for the second coming of Christ. It's like John the Baptist the first way. This is a prelude to the second coming of Christ. I don't care if you're an amillennialist. Your theology, your eschatology is going to change. I don't care what you believe. Now you could be pre-trib, post, or whatever you want to believe. But the bottom line is there's a millennium. There's a millennial reign. There's an Antichrist kingdom before that. There's a seven-year tribulation upon the earth. That's the basis we're going on on that eschatology and that mindset. There's going to be seven years of tribulation. There's going to be an Antichrist and an Antichrist kingdom. And so that's the point. We want to, we want to get the root, the, the root of this there. This is where it's all the leading up to. Inconsistencies. This is where it's all leading up to. This is where it's all leading up to. Now, going back to Romans 13, we don't submit to unlawful ordinances. Why are we doing that? See, this is where the understanding is going to come in. A lot of believers, a lot of Christians, professing Christians, or guys you would think that are truly born again of the Holy Spirit, that have academia that can, you know, th- that would blow your mind. lot smarter guys than we are, right? Absolutely. Lot more intelligent than we are, yes. Mentally. <sighs> what if they're not even saved? that's the same. now this is the test. This is the test here, boy. Examine yourself. See from the faith terrifies me talking about it. But in the in, in that sense, okay. Uh, But the point is, now, this is a test of reality. Now, you can have academia, head knowledge of everything, sound doctrine, purity of doctrine. And I don't know how that works. Only God knows. And he says, judge nothing before the time until God both brings the hidden things of darkness to light reveals the counsels of the heart so each man's praise will come from God. In 2 Corinthians 4, he talks of that. That's that's a good scripture to remember. That In the end, we're going to see that, but we're going to see a lot of it now because the times we're living in People can go the political route. Hey, this is happening because the left is going against Trump and all this. We're not going that route. Yeah, because it's not about that route. Yeah, this is not the route. They're trying to find a solution.
0: They're right. trying, they're oh, trying to find the a solution
1: without Christ. And they might be right on. Listen, they might. I, I hear a lot of things about hey, the left's doing this because they want Trump Trump in office and all these things. But this is so much deeper than it's that. It's Beyond brother. political. This is so much deeper than that, brother. It's political in a different world. Different. 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 It's a, in a different. Dimension. That's how political it is. With principalities and powers, and That's rulers right. of the darkness, That's right. and spiritual hosts of wickedness in the high places. That's right. That's a political thing. I'm going to go to now, and why there's probably not going to be another election in the fall. Whoa. Why uh, all these things are happening right now? Doesn't matter if you're a Trump guy, if you're a whoever Democrat, Republican. All these things. Now there can be a lot of truth in obviously. These certain statements that people are going to make about hey, this and this is the left's doing this, but it isn't all this there 's two opposing sides of satan 's kingdom i don 't believe any i, I believe i don 't believe that we have anybody that 's truly born of the Holy Spirit in the government now because no one 's making a stand on anything right now they 're all under the same covering, and no one 's got the power that's in an authority position to rebuke it and call it what it is and stop it. It's not stopping. That's the problem. It's not. St- it keeps going. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I said that from the beginning. Pastor Joe said that from the beginning. This is the mark of the beast on the way. This is the Antichrist kingdom on the way. This is the overthrow it's of the, the constitutionary of the government end. on the way. Oh, yeah. Tell this me about is it. This is about a, a, an overthrow of the American government, an overthrow of what we have now, is our freedoms and our liberties. And so what these what's happening is, we talk about the pastors not meeting and still, I think a lot of these guys have been so used to certain things and they're, they're thinking, well, you know what, it's just gonna go back to, new. it's gonna be over at some point. And we wanna get this out because it's not gonna be over at some point. It's not gonna be over until the new economy comes. It's not gonna be over until they there's a radical hopes. change. They have high hopes. And so they better come, to, what I'm saying is come to reality now Seek God in prayer. You better fast and get on your faith and say, "Lord, what is really going on here?" And lead your flock because this is not going to change back to normal. And plus, you're going to have all these other guidelines. Schools aren't coming. All these different things. It, nothing's. It's, 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 you're going to be ruled by same. men. It's nothing's never going to be, be the same. It, because this is the Antichrist kingdom on the way. This is this is the final president of the United States of America. This, whether he gets into the partial term, I don't. This is, and I believe I don't think it's going to happen. But personally, but the point is, this is it. This is the 45th final president. Um, this is the prelude to the 10 kings coming to power, the antichrist coming, rising up out of the power. Uh, Revelation 17, the seventh head going into the 10 kings, which is um, United Nations and, you know, obviously bringing in uh, their ruler and Satan's filled man uh, who will come to power as a one world government. And that's why we're going through what we're going through now. And this is, in this, in this, in this, it was hard to digest that in the beginning it was like wait a minute maybe it's going to go like there's like there was, like, there was like who a would false, have thought
0: yeah. who would have thought i mean uh, many people had their speculations their ideas how how would america be taken down you know would it be right. would it be foreign invasion um, you know everyone i mean there's like a, there's like Internal, a rifle external. there's a, there's like a rifle in every american closet pretty much in this country man like you know people are ready for that you know what i'm saying people sure. There's people who are anticipating that day to come, you know, so they can, you know, go to war with whoever's invading this country. But you know, they, they you know, as as they say on the mainstream media, it's an invisible, invisible invisible enemy. enemy. You know, you can't see it, so you Solicit can't fight it. it. Yeah, and um, you know, and it shut down everything, bro. And the economy, bro. That's one of the main things. Forty-four million that's, jobs gone now. That's the for me, man. Forget about sure. this coronavirus. Forget about. Let's well, talk about the economy, man. This thing has to come this thing is is crashing down, bro. We we had the best economy that we've ever had w- with Trump and now in, in a matter of like weeks and months it's trash. See, I spoke and somebody, it's going to take said. years upon years to recover. We're in so much debt, man. Trillions of trillions of dollars in debt. And there's only two I tell, that's what I say, man. We only have two options. Either we pay it back, which right, we're never going right, to do. Right we're never going to do or this thing this thing comes crashing down well, see money money makes the world go round brother the love of money is the root of all evil amen and and right now man this the dollar it, i don't know how much longer it can it can take you you can't just keep printing more money more money more money out of thin air sure it's it's exactly. eventually see, it's going to lose its economy, value yeah. it's going to lose its value and, it's and fake money. soon enough we'll be like venezuela man venezuela is the you know, you could see what they've gone through. We're on that track right now. This country is is on that direction. and yeah. Your paper money will be... Sure. Just like done. It'll be it's worthless. It's been that for a long
1: time. It's just been like... Held up by the just a thin air, and, and this is just gonna get out. worse,
0: bro. They, 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 they're not gonna pay this their, the debt back, man. It's no, it's it's so much debt. It's just gonna implode on itself. It's only a matter. of, It's not a matter right. of if. It's a matter of when, bro. When this thing implodes on itself, sure. And it has to crash because they gotta bring in the new world order. They gotta bring in, well, you know, the a problem, world I economy, profit, one world economy. You right. know, they gotta have one world governance, uh, governance, and. So it's all leading towards that one world, new world economic order, religious
1: bro. system, right? So we got the pope, who's and that's probably the, the false prophet, this Jesuit. Pope. we have that, no, that no new world order. Yeah.
0: That new world order is going to have a savior, you know, who's going to oh, fix yeah. our problems. You know, he's, he's going to be the antichrist. He's going to claim claim to be Christ he and, know and, he and is do, do
1: feel the power of that hour. Yeah. You know, but the pope is. So we, you know, we got the false prophet coming in. He was talking about a UBI, universal basic income, already. And I mean, all this stuff is already there. You can hear it. You can feel it. You can see it. Backing up a little bit on that, it's very interesting that you're talking about that because um, I was thinking of something when you said that earlier uh, you know, regarding the, uh, over the, the economic meltdown and, and you know, the debt and all that and um, the invisible enemy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The invisible enemy Every time they say it, I, I sit there and look. Of course, I mean, you see, if, if you're born again, you see things more so spiritually speaking than just a physical. You know, maybe yes. there's a maybe there's a microorganism, right? There's a, it's a disease. A micro, there, there's all kinds of coronaviruses. Okay, mm-hmm. but what I told you before, and I and I really believe strongly, is after I was done preaching from Washington D.C. on the way down south after that 30-day incredible run. I mean, this incredible. But, I mean, we drown. We, there was times where that you could hear the preaching through uh, some of the task force, meetings, some of the prayer, the ecumenical prayer gathering. All those false gods and false prophets up there. We God drowned in that thing out. It was such a glorious time. But after that, we driving down. I felt like you know it was it was just listening to the Lord and um, just meditating. It was, and, and just I just got an understanding. I don't like this. God. God doesn't speak to us. Oh, he speaks to us through His Word, but understanding wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness and spiritual hosts of wickedness and not warring against the flesh. What is COVID? And here's some speculation. And here's what I strongly believe. That there's coronaviruses. They're real. Coronaviruses are real. Yes. But the COVID is a demonic principality because this is uh, a prelude to the one world government, antichrist kingdom, like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because this is what that is. I believe that they, they're, God has unleashed and allowed the demonic realm, the fallen angels that are invisible and they're enemies of all human beings and believers and they're very powerful beings. And what I believe about these fallen angels and their powers, and that's, this is a reality because in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, he says, The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power. Mm-hmm. Signs and lying, and lying wonders with all the deceivableness of unrighteousness among those who perish because they receive not the love of the truth, they might be saved. Now, what I believe, because especially in times of the great tribulation, gonna be great miracles done to validate their ministry, and, and the whole world is gonna follow to see these signs and wonders and healings and, and supernatural powers but done by Satan himself, yeah. right? Done by Lucifer, counterfeit miracles of God, mm-hmm. God deluding the people to believe that they are God, that He is God. It's going to be such a, a strong delusion. It's going to be so great that if possible, if you, elect, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are going to be deceived and you yes. are taking the mark of the beast. That's how powerful it's going to be. The point here is with this prelude to this, with this COVID, I believe there's demonic entities, fallen angels that are invisible, that are able to manipulate and and we're seeing because there's so many lies with this thing and the father of lies is the devil right Mm -hmm. he was a he was a murderer from the beginning Mm -hmm. he does not stand in the truth when he speaks a lie he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father Mm -hmm. of it John 8 okay Mm -hmm. so we have all these lying spirits that are very powerful, eternal beings that are able to go mali- manipulate the tests, coerce doctors, coerce governors, mm-hmm. coerce nurses. Coer- they're able to go in the minds of all the unregenerate. Think about all, the whole world lies under the power of the evil one, 1 John 5. The whole world lies in wickedness, under, the, under Satan's power, the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the children of disobedience. So these spirits... I don't believe this is just a virus. I believe that these are spiritual entities that are causing people to have symptoms of getting sick and actually go to hospitals and test positive for this thing. And also, I believe that the, the people that are getting a positive test for this they have no symptoms at all. It's a demonic entity given that, and and it's making it show up that way. It's I a false positive. False positive. But these are sp- because it's so spiritual with this thing. That's what I'm spec. That's what I'm. I, I'm understanding by the grace of God, and that's why this is not going to change and, I, and and as time's gone on it's confirmed more of that because there's more manipulation of it and there's more going to be there's going to be more cases out of nowhere they're going to shut everything down the, again i believe man well they're, they're, the, they're, the second wave is <laughs> going to be huge that the, the what, what we got to be concerned about is the fall in october there's a lot of big dates for the you know the demonic masonic Kabbalah, i mean all those you know yes. all that what you know they would say these are conspiracy facts okay uh, <laughs> there's no theory but the bottom line is it's got to be in God's will. It's got to be under God's. It's got to be in God's eternal decree. He's the one that has to has to. He can either delay it, or it's going to go along with God's will yeah. and His eternal plan. And that's and they're going to bring in. But the, the plan is they want this thing done this year. I believe that all that in the spiritual realm and it's happening this year, and I believe it's going to be and, in October and, before and the election.
0: And it's strange, and it's strange to also that we got all this. You know, quote unquote pandemic going all around us, going on around man. us, yeah. And and then I don't know where we get all these riots and sure. and you know just ra- like people are just it's just they're claiming racism and looting and rioting and right. and, and I mean so look at Seattle, form of man, the demonic you know, spirit. Thankfully, we're Talk not. About that for minute. We're not in Seattle. Thank, thank the right. Lord, we're not in Seattle. We, we're, we're about north of that. We don't
1: know where we're at. But. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but um, you know, we've been right, seeing God. what's been going on there, and uh, you know, so it's they've, they've taken over. They've uh, taken over Capitol Hill, Sodomite Hill. Um, yeah, that's what we call it. You know, um, before we, I, I think we have a special uh, insight sure. on this on this certain topic because no we're, we're like in us, Washington okay. State. You know, and we we've, we've preached Seattle. A lot. And, um, you know, and we've worked there too,
1: just in general. What call was when the Lord sent me up here to do that, to to preach the high schools where I met you, to preach the colleges, to preach the stadiums? I mean, I don't think, there's very, the Mm -hmm. word's gone out in such a, the word's gone out here at a magnitude that I can't even put into words more than anywhere else I know in the country. Southern California's been great, but this has been a specific call and, and for a place that I never thought I'd ever be. And the sufferings and the circumstances in my life that God orchestrated to be able to get here are just beyond description. Um, but the time that you know I was able to be here through different vessels, like you know Grandma Carol, other people, just such a the, the beginning stage, and where I'm, I would have never thought we'd, we'd be doing this. I would, I mean, could, I, this is unimaginable. I mean, to be able to to meet you were at the high school, we blew that thing, preached the word full bore. Can't orchestrate these things. No, man. I mean, you were in that <laughs> Spanish church; it was false, and then you you you, you, you came to a true conversion. You know, shortly thereafter. I mean, this is this is. You can't orchestrate it, man. No, you can't manufacture it in the flesh. And then you preach, and it was a federal case we won because of a lawsuit in Washington oh. about them not letting you preach in the high school. Think about all the the PGI one. I mean, there's so many things that have happened here. Yes. So many warnings have gone of, out. You so many warnings have gone out here, yes. and everybody. I just saw a guy in the restaurant the other day. He said, "Hey man, you're from Safeco Field." I said, "Yeah, yeah." He said, "So, boy, you, you you ain't kidding, man. Everything you said, man, it's happening. Like all this stuff you talked about. There was a guy at the from the he was what in, restaurant. Uh, it was actually an African restaurant. It was, I was picking up an order. Oh, he was. I, I want to eat. That's right. Great food. Look at like great food, man. And the guy said, "Well, hey, you're, you're the you're the guy that stands out Safeco Field." I said, "Yeah, I preach the word there. Not anymore." I was "Yeah, you're right." And he goes, "Man, you." It's wow. unbelievable to hear it because he's been thinking about this. How many? I said, this might be your final baseball season, folks. This might be it. Mm-hmm. God knows. But how many, uh, the, the, the virtue that went out there, and, the, and, and 60, 80, 60 baseball games plus a year, we get to preach. God ordained that work with pulpits, right out in invisible pulpits to preach Christ. And um, But he understood. He said, man, this is, this is really took two more tracks. I said, we've got to make sure you get right with God.
0: Praise the Lord, bro. What a witness. What a testimony. So they
1: don't forget this stuff. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just, thinking about Seattle. The, the understanding yeah. here, why am we work Chop? Why am we work Chaz? You went Chaz to Chop, right? Chaz yeah. to, So, you know, you brought that up, so I want to. I we can, you know, elaborate on yeah. that a little bit.
0: Before, you know, Seattle, before Capitol Hill, Chop was. I mean, a hundred mile, miles news. down the street. Yeah. Who. who before it was headline news right. we already knew this that was a godforsaken place from the get-go man just for the longest time and they got rainbows it, yeah. Yeah. they got rainbows on the flores crosswalks you see open homosexuality on the streets men you know men with men right uh it's just an abomination it's just just to be it's there, godless it's yeah. dark it, it, it's, it's just to yeah. be there it's just heavy heaviness that comes upon you just being there you it, you know, the only reason why I've ever been there is because I had a a, a job to do, like a moving job. Sure. Or, you know, some... Because of work. Okay? But you never felt led to preach there. But I've there, never like the had to Focus the feel, on it, right? Like, is it it's the time? last place you ever want to go. Like, if you're a Christian, most definitely the last place you want to be around, like... It's nothing but a—it's a party atmosphere. People drinking, people smoking. On top of that, you know, the stench of marijuana is everywhere. It's legal, and and they take advantage of that. Most definitely, Seattle. But that's
1: where, we, we, they, which, yeah. which back. That's where you want to go to bring light into that darkness. So let's 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 make that clear. No, we want to yeah. go to those places and and and, and preach Christ but why not it's that's not an
0: environment for, for a Christian not to hang yeah. out in but we yeah. want to go there to
1: preach Christ but we never really made that it was never a focal point I, I've witnessed there I've witnessed there before yeah I have too but it wasn't like a pulpit it wasn't like a call yeah to it's stay not there, to go there and all the work at like it was the baseball town Seattle football scene, yeah. two miles away and the Outside point is that. we're talking about these spiritual strongholds the powers that be the, that are in that, that atmosphere why why what What is there that you understood to be there that you and I felt the same I and mean, everybody else is coming? I mean, Eric's come from Florida. He's been there. We've driven through. Is it, there was no... There's just no call. Somebody you discern in the spirit. There's no call. God's not working here. There's no... There's no. This is not, a, it's not a base for you to stand. This you, This is not it. We'll reach those same people at the homosexual pride parades, at the baseball preached at every event.
0: Continuously for like, right. I don't know five all centers years. all venues
1: i yeah. want to reach up to the major venues they all go to they all go to the events we've already reached them up there
0: all of them so you know we, we don't did. have we don't have to go there because we go where they're going to go mm-hmm. e- everyone goes to the ball games everyone goes to the soccer matches everyone goes sure. to the football games everyone goes to the concerts god gave us those jurisdictions okay. there to work yep. so you know, they're coming from not not only from it's Seattle, like God, but they're coming from north, south, east, and west of Washington right. State just to go see a, a Seattle Mariners baseball game. Even in so Oregon, yeah. So and and Canada, you know, yeah, so because right. we're right, we're bordering Canada, so we've well, this is international. Been an epic time. Man, I mean, it's been an
1: epic work. We got that YouTube, the videos that Vladimir puts up keep, don't do justice. I mean, that's like not even it's about two percent of the stuff that's actually got on because you so much content.
0: Yeah. By the way, if anyone wants to see. Uh, what we're talking about, we'll you can, put yeah, you can go on YouTube and type in, uh, Gospel Invasion, uh, Ministries wake or Wake Up America, that's right. Um, and we also that. have the, the website too, Gospel com. if people want to just look, look at what we got there, uh, just to have a clarity of the type of work that really, yeah, got us, had us in, involved. Um, yeah. but yeah, just plugging that in there. But, um, yeah, man, that chop, bro, uh it's just a prime and perfect target for these spirits to take over because it was already a godless it was lawless party It's very, very first powerful police. and on top of that we, we can't we can't forget to mention that the mayor of Seattle is also an open lesbian uh, and you know people vote vote for these people sure uh, and and the previous mayor before she that was a, was place. an alleged uh you know child uh, wasn't he a pedophile uh, he, or something yeah yeah really child pedophile so it's just, you know, there's just a, a darkness there, a spirit there. Just It's, it's wicked there. It's, it's evil there. It's, it's, it's liberal. It's totally just God forsaken, man. It's, it's wicked. And uh, so it wasn't, our, it, it wasn't too surprising to us to see what had happened, how they pushed the police out uh,
1: and, and they took over that we, place. We knew, what happened was so I didn't go, we haven't been called to work that yet. And And this is where, you know, I've thought about prayerfully, what would be the purpose in it, and I'm not opposed to going in there and out of fear like, you know, there's a lot of people in there. It's just, you can discern that God may not want the Word going out in some places as a judgment of God upon a certain region. And that's a reality. If you don't understand the gospel and the God's sovereignty and reprobation and salvation and discern, we're we're coming from a God-centered perspective. Of God, all powerful, mm-hmm. right? Controlling everything. And there is a leading of the Spirit. A lot of people don't like that language because they misinterpret the language. Then the, the, it gets charismatic where people are following. The leading of the Spirit would be the Holy Spirit barking and oh, yeah. speaking in you know, uh, false tongues out, uh, out of order, in other words, and just doing things that would be um, contrary to the Word, okay, in that sense. Okay, so they, the Holy Spirit's ministries, primary ministry is exalt Christ. Amen. To preach the biblical Christ and exalt the glorify gospel. The God. gospel is the power of God to salvation of all who believe. So when I say leading of the Spirit, there's there's a discerning. There's uh, He lives inside of us. Yes. We're not some, we're not some just some some physical robot that's just a, a letter and a wall. I don't like this. What I call is I don't want to call it reformed drywall, where we're just like we we just have just one mindset where we're just going to be a wall and 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 we don't step outside of a box in a sense of. Listen, we're in a real relationship with the Holy God. He lives in us. In this type of ministry, you've got to know certain things, where to be, uh, you know, um, at different times. This is like being on the front lines of a special ops operation in the military, where uh, there's certain things that we're not going to be able to explain you to you gotta how be, it works. You got to be tactical. Uh, Navy SEALs other people they, there's guys that are called to that type of work in in the military there's guys that are mm-hmm. behind the computers that are doing that type of work there's pilots there's different levels you got of, the
0: gospel grunts you got the the, right. the gospel grunts you got the guys who are out there the boots on the ground preaching different, the word different and shout out to all of those men I respect you and I praise God for you yeah for doing that. You know, we all, there's different parts of the body, of Amen. course, but we're all called to preach the gospel. And I just want to encourage anyone who's listening to this, if you're a Christian, uh, to be encouraged to share your faith, to proclaim the word, and to lift up your voice like a trumpet and cry out and spare not, especially in, in these times. Now more than ever, we need preachers. We need men who are going to say it how it is, yeah. Uh, men with a backbone, men with with a spine to to not be ashamed, bro. Romans one sixteen. For I'm not ashamed of yeah. the gospel, for it Way is the power boldness. of God into salvation. We need men that are going to cry out
1: and
0: just like just fire breathing gospel preachers, man, proclaim the word. And if you're if you're doing that, God bless you. You know the Lord knows who you are, and uh, you know one main focus about this podcast. Uh, that you're probably going to see throughout in the future is encouraging people to preach the gospel, encouraging people to share the faith, out loud, yes.
1: whatever the Lord leads, you know, um, as God gives grace.
0: But yeah, just wanted to well, just wanted to mention that, and just so grateful for the men of God that are preaching the word out on the streets that are not ashamed of the gospel. So just what a blessing that is, an encouragement that is. So yes, just wanted to say that. Um, but but he, back the, the again the front line, to these front lines, these frontline gospel soldiers, bro. Um,
1: and not that we're not that that's any better than anybody else's ministry. We've got to make that, that. There's diversities of ministries, same spirit, differences of gifts, same of course. administrations. Okay, we have to understand. What we have to understand is uh, the calling, you know, on a certain ministry. And we've had a lot of problems. Not, not problems, meaning that we've had. When I first was called to this, I mean, I had no church support at all. But I knew the Lord wanted this done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I mean, there was no, but I fought it. Maybe I'm, I went through all the mental battles. Like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be doing it this way. Don't be so loud. Don't, don't carry a sign. Don't do this. I mean, I got opposition every which way in the beginning. And and I was like an island unto myself. I said, Lord, I don't want. I mean, is this really you doing this? I mean, I don't want to be. You know, I went through all the self-examination. I went through the anguish, the weeping, uh, having to depart from. You know, which church it was at, which? I believe preaches a false gospel now, but the time it was you know, at Calvary Chapel. I was in a, you know pastoral ministry before I stepped down from that into the streets, like full time, you know, and then running a business and everything else in California. But to make a long story short, uh, you know, if I didn't do that, we wouldn't be here today. If God didn't, so so I would have never met you. Uh, I would have never, you know, I wouldn't see God's raised up men. All over this country that are preaching a biblical christ um, amen because of his, it was it was his work and in, in in trusting in god's sovereignty uh in that knowing that it was him all the way all glory it was him all the way there was no way it was possible for me to do that and i could and he, it's like almost like he pushed me to do it and make those tough decisions when i had to at the breaking points that turning point it's like man i thought i was wrong but it was god that was right he, 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 so it, i mean everywhere it's just been so yeah. incredible um, but speaking of that, it's tactical evan- there's, there's tactical evangelism, and there's also civilian evangelism, or there's military. I, when, I, when I remember that type we taught, there's military evangelism and civilian evangelism. Everyone's called a civilian evangelism, mm-hmm. which is preaching the really That's a good word, one's bro. Everyone's called <laughs> a civilian evangelism, okay? Where you're you're in regular civilian affairs. This work that we were called that we've been called to. Is more of a military. It's it's you're going to. It's an invasion, bro. War zone. You're going to, in the sense we're going to, where people are gathered and invading their territory to get the gospel to them and tailgate parties. Gospel all, atom bombs. Yeah, that's it. Gospel and bazookas. And there was assignments there. And churches aren't saying, hey, listen, hey, I want to support you. I don't, you know, they, they're terrified. It was interesting. God never really allowed them to get involved except for all grace, and Pastor Joe and. Uh, the elders and brethren there and that's been a, just an incredible blessing of what God's done through that you know God's given him so much wisdom and guidance I'm so thankful for those shepherds yes others have come not, not indirectly there's other brethren, pastors that are preaching the word on the streets and they, they're involved with great ministries but they're not really a call for, to unite in this way of doing it there's other street there's street preaching and van, but this is more of a plowing and also it's, it's very versatile you know, we plow, then you stand in one place, but the, the parades, we work them a lot differently in some different ways than other people are used to. And that's just how God trained. It wasn't something that I couldn't have invented. It was how the Lord wanted. And I see why now with what we're going through right now. And now this has come to pass. To where now when we shut down all the sports. He shut down every venue. And this is everything that I, was like, I knew in the back, in the depths of my soul. I didn't know how or when. I didn't understand how he was going to do it. I didn't know if it was going to be a great catastrophe or it was going to be. He did it through an, a, a demonically genius of a virus to where mm-hmm. it's got people in fear on all sides. But it's God's sovereign rule over it and in complete control over it. It's the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. But that's to bring his king back. And before that, he's got to bring in the false king. He's got to bring in his, he's, he's, the antichrist has got to come. And so it's incredible to see what he's done. Amen. In that. Yeah. So we're trying to get, this is, a, you know, doing this first, I'd say, a lot of things are coming up. We're trying to keep it where it's, you know. Uh, yeah, this is a... It's, there's so much to talk
0: about. so much to talk about and, and more to come by the grace of God. But uh, just in closing... Um, just some questions for you brother yeah what should Christians do what should Christians do at, the, at this time right now what on concerning about what's going on around us right now what
1: should Christians do right now yeah it's a great question and um, yeah I'm still getting I'm like uh, it's,
0: okay hold on Actually, let me fix let me let me let me ahead. redo that question what should Christians do mm-hmm and what should people who are not really right with God, people who are not saved, people who, who are on the fence, people who, who don't know the Lord, what should they do too? What, what, where, where should they go? What, what should they do? What, what's, what, what do they got to do? And, and what do the Christians got to do? Well,
1: let's start with the church, um, the, the believer. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a big transition this what the Lord's done, um, just in the last couple months here, and my mind, and I don't know what He's going to do in the coming months, as far as ministry-wise. I'm just, you know, waiting period, and just kind of sitting and knowing where He wants me to be. And I think that's for a lot of Christians right now. Is like what, what's happening? If we understand what's, if we understand that this is the Antichrist kingdom, and this is a, we're looking at, this is a global uh, government now that's on the way. The mark of the beast on the way this is all that you read in scripture prophecy being fulfilled this is really it it's not maybe it's definitely okay mm-hmm. that's what's coming that's what we're going we're seeing we're going to see the end of the usa we're seeing the overthrow of the constitutionary government in due time we're seeing all that it's not like it's not going to happen. It's, it's happening it's happening right now it's not it's are going a joke. through
0: a communist revolution in this country right now so, so what
1: w- is the bottom line? i want to know what god wants me to do and now what so my prayer is lord what do you want me to do when do you want me to do it? What do you want me to say? When do you want me to say it? I mean, that's, What do you need me to be? I mean, we've got, we've got places where he has a lot of the brethren that would be, to, you know, it, it, at their homes right now, their home places that, that we obviously work with um, preaching the gospel throughout the country and they're waiting on the Lord and they're still in their active place preaching the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be an intersection, whether it be, you know, a shopping center, they're able to preach, whether it be a DM, where people are gathered. Uh, so, whether it be just going to the grocery store, handing out tracks and saying, you know, in, in work and seeing we're just planting the seed quickly or whether there's an individual conversation. As far as that outreach, we, we need to be vigilant. We need to be uh, planting and watering seeds uh, and it doesn't have to be a major event like it was before necessarily right now, but just be faithful in that, faithful in where you're at, job, workplace, be that example. I think that you need to be uh, ready in season out of season, scripture says to convince rebuke and all long suffering, always be ready to give a defense for the hope that 's in you with meekness and fear um, as God opens those doors but uh, you're going you, we, we need to be in fervent prayer I think there's a time amen. where you need to be in fasting amen the, the body of is coming together right now uh, that 's more fasting that's so important like gather with the belief we, we, even if you 're just fast. That means, you know, get you alone with God. gather at the church. Gather
0: underground. Just get, just get just in the come together. Come
1: together with, your, with, with the believers. We need each other right now. We need to encourage
0: one another, pray for one another, love one another. In Jesus' name.
1: Yeah, and pray about the Lord giving me the grace to, to really uh, just fast, whether it be one day, just no food, water, just and, and get alone with God. Yes, that's um, power right there. There's, there's this and you don't have to just strive to do anything just just sit there with God just rest read the Bible just lay there I don't care it's not about doing anything it's about sitting I need to fast because there's a loosing of the bonds of wickedness. there's an undoing of heavy burdens. there's a breaking of every yoke read Isaiah 58 uh, ask God to show you what, how to fast if you've never really done that this is the time to start doing that hmm because there's a spiritual war this is, it, you'll see the results of pushing back the enemy you'll see, you'll see the destruction and the flesh hates it the devil is going to try to tempt you in every way I mean I don't like doing it either I mean I like to eat you know different things I mean I love eating food we love to savor that food yes. but there's just something that's a, he says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal That's right. but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds and the casting down of imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What's going on right now? Every high thing is exalting itself against the knowledge of God. It's false fear, everything's lying, all the lies every day, constantly lying about this. You don't get any truth anywhere in the mainstream media or amongst other people that are unregenerate and amongst even those who say they're believers. We got the word of God, the fasting to discern what voice you're hearing in the prayer and getting along with God and crying to God, truly seeking His face. And uh, just be with Him, get along with Him. Christians, seek Him, come together with the body, have fellowship, get in home, Bible. Yes. So just get just get that once a week, twice, whatever you can do that. With be your in family. the presence of the Lord. That's what it is. Be in the presence of the Lord. Because you're going to need to hear the voice of God in the sense of understanding, rightly dividing His word, lining up what you're hearing through the Word of God. What we're saying to you now. Through the Word, if we're saying something unbiblical, it's not of God. If it's out, if 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 this is in line with the Word, it's not of God. That's right. You know, you don't you don't have coronavirus in the Bible, you don't have COVID nineteen in the Bible. But what we're telling you is what's in the Bible. Yes. And there's demonic powers and principalities that are a lot smarter, a lot wiser than you are. Without the Holy Spirit, you don't stand a chance. If you got the Holy Ghost living in you, then you're going to discern these things. You can have the mind of Christ. The mind of if you have the mind of Christ. And he's already disarmed them and overcome them through the blood of his cross. And be of good courage. He says, I've told you these things, that that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good courage. I've overcome the world. And we've got to overcome that with biblical weapons of warfare and and, and waiting on the Lord. For the unbeliever, if you don't know Christ, number one, you're in great danger. Your soul's in jeopardy every hour. You're on the broad way of destruction. Uh, The wrath of God abides upon you. God hates all workers of iniquity. God is angry with the wicked every day. You're in that category. You're not a son of God. You're still a child of wrath by nature. You must be born again until God bursts you into his kingdom, gives you a new heart, regenerates you, and fills you with this spirit. And that's through godly repentance and faith, where you're truly sorry to God for all your sins and all the evil things you've done to God and thought, word, and deed all your life. You've been a rebel. You've been against God. God's a God of law and order. Look what we see today lawlessness and disorder with all these riotings and all these things. It's opposing and exalting itself above all that's called God. You see this antichrist spirit raging. You've had that antichrist spirit as an unbeliever in your own inward rebellion, in your own iniquity, in your own uh, pride, in your own wanting to be God yourself and doing your own will. You've never gone God's way. You've gone your own way. You need to repent and bow to Christ or you're going to be destroyed by God in the end, thrown in the lake of fire. Don't fear the antichrist. Fear him who has the power to destroy both soul and body in hell. Don't fear COVID nineteen. Don't fear disease. Don't fear. My, this is That's the last thing you need to be fearing. Is You're gonna die, and we've said it so many. We forget this. And we preach this every. You're gonna die no matter what. And why do you die? Because right. you're a sinner. The wages of sin is death. The soul that sins it shall die. We're not dying. If you, whether God ordains that for you to be a coronavirus or a fatal accident or cancer or some means, you're dying because you're born in sin, by and through the fall of Adam. And if you die in your sins without Christ, the second death is burning in the lake of fire. And so our plea with you, no matter what color your skin is, the issue is sin. That's right. The issue is the condition of the heart. This is not about race or color. All of us are one blood. All of us are created equal in the eyes of God. Fallen creatures, and we're all damned in Adam. In Adam, through his fall, the human race is condemned. The last Adam, Jesus Christ, came to to save a people for himself from every tongue, every tribe, every nation. doesn't matter. There's no partiality with God. There's no respect of person with God. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we must understand that this is about God creating himself a new race, what is he saying, Galatians? Let me read this to you again now uh, so we can understand where we're going here in this. In closing,
0: uh, Galatians chapter. So while you're, while you're looking for that, I want to just add <laughs> myself. You know, we're guilty of breaking God's laws. You know, he says, do not lie, do not steal, do not commit adultery. And Jesus emphasized that in, in the book of Matthew, saying, if you look at a woman with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. He says, if you hate your brother without cause, you've committed murder in your heart. Yeah. You know, it's a heart problem. This is a gospel issue. Always what's, a condition what, of the inside, what's not what's the outside. What's going on in this skin. world right now when it comes to racism and just in general, all of the crazy evil things that are going on right now is because people are sinners. It's the nature. People are sinners, and that's why there's so much evil things going on in the world right now. If everyone loved God... then by default they would love their neighbor. Because he says in his word that the greatest law, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. But since people do not love God, they don't love their neighbor and that's why you see murder, that's why you see rape, that's why you see crimes against other people because the love of God is not in their hearts. And so this whole world and you need a transformation you need a miracle you need to be born again you need to be saved so that you can forgive and so that you can practice what is good in the eyes of God and, and live a life that is holy and honorable in the sight of God without the Holy Spirit you're not going to be able. it's impossible for you you to forsake your marijuana your alcohol your your fornication your pornography it's it's impossible for you, you have no power over sin because you don't have Christ so we're guilty, bottom line. We're guilty of breaking God's laws. We've gone against His ways. And now is the day of salvation. Sure, right now, yeah.
1: you need to repent and come to Christ. No, the thing is, you know, the other, heterosexual sin, homosexual sin, mm-hmm. right? It's all an abomination of the Lord, sin. The issue is sin. You don't go to hell because you're, you're, you call yourself a homosexual. Right, you don't go to hell, just because, you go to hell because you're born in Adam. That's right. Wow. You go to hell because you're born with a sin nature. And that sin nature manifests itself as time goes on with all the crimes you commit against God. The number one sin is idolatry. Mm. I am the Lord your God, you shall have no other gods before me. You've made yourself into a God, you're an idol. Without Christ you yourself are an idol, which is you on the throne of your own life, governing your own heart, usurping the authority of almighty God who is holy, committing treachery against him, Doing what you want, how you want, when you want, where you want, not knowing the one who controls your breath and heartbeat is the one who made you alive, mm-hmm. and he can take your he's gonna take your life someday. So let's not get confused where people you know we get all the, What about homosexuality? That's the main topic. That you know. Listen, this isn't about the color of your skin outwardly, or what you profess to be sexually. This has to do with are you in Christ, or are you in Adam? If you're in Christ, then everything in the Bible that you see there, you're gonna to desire to obey as a result of the new birth, because God's changed your nature. And that was the point we're getting to. He says, uh, as many as you have been baptized into Christ, have been put on Christ, not water baptism, but the baptism of the Spirit of God into the body of Christ when you're born from above, where God actually gives you his very life. that's what's what's happened to us internally. We're no better than anybody else. We deserve to burn in the lowest hell for our sins but God saved us by his grace. It's by grace that we are saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift, gift of, of God. God, not of works lest anyone should boast. So no man can boast, right? We only boast in Christ. We're here to boast in the cross of Christ, not what we've done ministerially, not what we've done in anything. We're, we're talking about things that God has done in through some sinful, wretched, vile men that deserve to burn in hell, that he saved radically and displayed his glory and has given us an understanding of what's really going on here to help people, to encourage people, to save sinners. He came to save sinners. If he could save us, he could save anybody, he's able to save the uttermost of those who come to God through him. He says there's neither Jew nor Greek, neither bond nor free, neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So what he's saying here is there's one race of humanity. There's one race of humanity in Adam Those are going to die physically and then a second death spiritually in the hellfire. The other race is what God creates in Christ. People that are African, Asian, Caucasian, Mexican, red, yellow, brown, black, white, of every color, of every tongue, of every tribe, every nation. Anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Everyone who believes in Jesus Christ. The one true Christ of Scripture, the eternal Son of God, who was crucified once on the cross, shed his blood for the remission of sins, took upon himself the full force of the divine wrath and judgment, pacifying it completely through his atoning death and him rising on the third day from the dead, conquering sin and death. This Christ is on the throne as king, coming again to judge the world. He's going to burn it with fire. Mm-hmm. Before his return, we have an antichrist kingdom we talked about the last hour. Uh, and that's what we're, we're entering into now and so you must trust in this Christ to save you from your sins and the eternal holy wrath of God that abides upon you right now if you don't have Christ the wrath of God abides upon you. you're an enemy of God doesn't matter how great you thought you did you must be perfect and you're not perfect I'm not perfect. but the perfection God gives is the imputation of his righteousness by faith of jesus christ so god credits the believer all that jesus did from birth all of his perfect obedience to all the commands of god is transferred to your account the moment you believe and all your sins transferred to him and god sees you as justified as though you've never sinned as perfect in his sight you become no longer you become a child of god no longer a criminal deserving of judgment now you become a son or a daughter Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Amen. This is the command of God. Repent and believe this gospel. Come to Christ. Amen. And God will get you through whatever you're going to get through. No matter how bad the times are, you'll have peace in Him. Amen. Otherwise, there is no peace for the wicked. That's right. This, this, and right now, more, more unrest and more lack of peace. And people are going to be, they don't know what the is. Here's the answer. Christ. Yes. Always has been. Always, He's the answer. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Always has been. Always will be. And no matter what happens, no matter what happens, if you are in Christ, you have peace. We have perfect peace. And we know the Word of God says that to live is Christ. And the worst thing that could happen to a Christian is actually the best thing that could happen to a Christian, and that is to die is gain. Because we're going to be in heaven with God for an eternity, worshiping Him and, and being with Him in His presence. So... We we have nothing to lose, brethren. We have nothing to lose. Give us and boldness to be whoever to be, you to be are. Able if you're that. not saved, if you don't know the Lord, don't delay. Not another hour. Turn to Christ today and partake in this fellowship. And to, to know, know him the him Lord is
1: eternal life. Eternal life doesn't begin when you die. It begins the moment you believe the gospel. The moment you're born again. To know this is eternal life that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ who be sent to know Him. Jesus Christ whom he sent. Internal, experiential knowledge of God. Not academic, about him, but we know him personally. Amen. That's the miracle. Amen, to know him. Greatest is to miracle walk, is a new birth. More. Not about people getting resurrected from the dead physically or eyes opened sp- physically. Spiritual eyes opened. Spiritual ears opened. Spiritual legs to walk in the spirit. Spiritual mouth to speak life. It starts on the inside when you're born again. Your spiritual senses are awakened. you can have all the physical senses awakened. Jesus healed ten lepers. one came back. He said, Where are the nine where Where were the other nine? They got healed, but they didn 't get saved mm-hmm. Are you healed by his stripes spiritually because it doesn't matter what happened. you 're going to get a new body in glory uh we're not running out to try, try to do something great and tempt God we want to be like these false martyrs no it's what be where God wants you to be if God you know, whatever, however you're pointed to death, God will give you the grace to endure whatever needs to be endured. You know, it's by His power. That's right. So to live as Christ, Amen. This is a glorious time, man. What a blessed time Amen. to talk about this. Amen. We can go on all night. This. Amen. Oh,
0: absolutely. But uh, we're just gonna have more to, to come
1: for the if uh, Whatever God uh, is gonna do. Yeah.
0: Keep us right. in prayer. Keep us in prayer. Um, yeah. We're out here in Washington State, um, and you know, we're still doing what what we've always been doing, and that's being the light, being the light, preaching the gospel, preaching the truth, and uh, yeah, just keep us in your prayers, um, and uh, we're so grateful. If you've made it this far, God bless you.
1: Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you got if they got questions too, we can try to do something about an answering and helping them understand. We'll go through the word. Yes. What you know, this sounds pretty can submit, whatever can whatever su- whatever it is, we're going to we'll do we're to answer. If through there's the any word questions,
0: comments, concerns, feel free to uh put it out there for us and uh and that'll also help us create more content, more things to talk about, more things to address. We're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward Praise to it. Praise God. Um it's just it's awesome. So Thank you again for listening and may the Lord bless you. And may you have a good rest of your day or night or whatever time it is that you're listening to this. We just pray that you're blessed by this and uh, tune in for the next one. And uh, you have a wonderful day, night, morning in Christ Jesus. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Unashamed Gospel, Unashamed Truth, Unashamed Podcast. God bless.